This is the Four Man Rush. Hello, Panther fans, and welcome to another podcast of the Four Man Rush. I'm your host, Timmy Vio, here with Kevin, Larry, and Will. And we're still talking about them Carolina Panthers, and unfortunately, we're still talking about them damn males. Just let that sink in. Yeah, we're, just, we're, still, we're still talking about the males. Yeah, yeah. And um, apparently, we're going to head our own, uh, on up to uh, Lambo, the frozen tundra, and run up against them Green Bay Packers on Saturday evening. Not, sun- not Sunday, folks, Saturday evening. Um, and, uh, well, you know, <laughs> we'll see what we can do against uh, uh, a pretty stout playoff team from what from what people are talking about, man. They seem to be pretty dangerous, obviously. Um, they still got Aaron at the at the helm and, you know, she we'll we'll, we'll see what we'll see what's gonna go on. I, I know one thing, we can't we can't have another outing with our past defense like we just had on Sunday that or Aaron Rodgers is gonna have a seven touchdown game on the <laughs> We can't we we cannot let that happen again. Uh, I tell you. Um so we'll we'll talk briefly about the uh about the Broncos game and you know um, we'll chat a little bit about uh, Coach Rule's interview. Uh, I know he said some interesting things. Just, just a little chat, chat. And then we'll jump into the old Green Bay Packers game and um, give you guys a heads up on what we can do. Not necessarily what we will do, but what we can do uh, to hopefully pull out a W in uh, old Green Bay. It's the NFL, folks. Every, every game's a new game. Who knows? But uh, right now, we, we're going to talk about this ale real quick. So, <laughs> um, now, Larry, I, I know you went at the, at the game. And, um, you know, shout out, shout out to your family, man. I know you had some, uh, uh, had some uh, things to take care of. Um, so so we'll, uh, we'll come to you in, in a minute and give, give you, you know, you can give us your take on what you think is going to happen at uh, the Green Bay game. Um, but uh, uh, Will, we'll go to you first and see what you see what you think about this uh, that that Broncos game, man. Just real quick. Hey, you know, after watching, uh, had a chance to catch a little bit of the film and Matt Rule's interview. I think it's one thing if we lose because we're just not the better team. There's been plenty of cases of that this year. You know, where the team just beat us, and I, and I can live with that. This game was a little bit different though because of all the guys not doing their jobs. And you know assignment breakdowns and not being mm-hmm. disciplined and playing within the system and that that kind of bothers me a little bit. You know I want I want guys to I don't want to keep beating ourselves like this. We you know we're already you know in a losing streak and having a tough year as is. Just digging deeper holes by making mistakes like this and not trusting and playing within the system. You know that's just unacceptable. And I mean and there's several cases of that from defensively guys aren't where they're supposed to be in their coverages. And these aren't complex schemes that they're running either on that last touchdown. You know, I mean, Justin Burris is your single high safety in a cover three, and he's biting on the underneath dig route, leaving the middle of the field wide open. So now you don't have your post safety there to guard against the post, and there you and you have a touchdown given up. And that's just one example of that. Or on the final drive, you know, now it comes out that right before the two-minute warning, instead of, you know, taking your time and finding a good play on, Third and eight, I think Teddy saw something that he wanted to take advantage of. He yep. tried to get a quay, get a play run quickly, and you know, kind of and wasted it down there because of an incomplete pass. 
So now we're in a fourth and eight coming out of the two-minute warning. And we had plenty of time to, you know, get something together and establish that two-minute drill, try to work something and get the ball down the field. But, you know, guys just not, you know, playing within the system, trying to do too much. And that's just typical of losing teams. You start pressing and trying to make a play, play a little bit of hero ball here and there to try to, you know, provide a spark for your team. But at the same time, when you play out of the system, you know, freelance a little bit, do things like that, I just think it kind of makes matters worse. So I think mm -hmm. that's just something we got to get corrected going forward. I can tolerate just being beat, you know, where your receiver just can't get open, your offensive lineman is not strong enough to block the guy in front of him, your cornerback's not fast enough to run with the receiver he's covering. You know, that those things will just happen as they happen. But, you know, beating ourselves, making mental mistakes. I mean, I didn't even mention the punt return. You know, we gave up early in the game because guys aren't in their lane and being disciplined with their coverage lanes. So that just bothers me. I want to see them be more disciplined. The penalties, man, my God. I mean, we're probably top five in the league in penalties this year when we had one even to start our two-minute drill at the end. So that's just my biggest takeaway. You know, I've already accepted that, you know, this team's just going to struggle to win games because of, roster depth and talent but when you have stuff like this it's just going to make matters worse they're going to lose games to teams that we're supposed to beat mm -hmm. facts facts that pump return man god almighty uh kev go ahead man yeah well for me you know one of the favorite places i, I like to look at to you know when i look at the game is always what's going on in the trenches and <sighs> You know, like I said in the post game, Tim, it's like ground all day, bro. It's it's just, just it's just a uh, same shit, different different day. <laughs> it really is. Um, you know, I'm you know try to find some positives from it. Uh, I like the fact that you know we was able to by committee, you know, get 125 yards on 21 carries, six that's a six yard per carry average. Um, you know, that's that's a good sign, but you know, gave up four sacks for thirty eight yards. <laughs> that's the bad Jeez. sign, you know, of it. You know, it's like with this offensive line, you know, when you know it's hot or cold, they'll they have a stretch where they'll have a game where they only give up one sack or no sacks, and then it come a game where they give up four or five. So mm. um, you know, just just a mixed bag of results, you know, on the on the on the defensive side on you know, we uh, Denver had 30 carries for 96 yards, 3.2 yards um, average. Looking at their longest runs, 15 yard by Melvin Gordon, nine yard by Philip Lindsay. That's 24 yards. You take away them 24 yards from that 96, you got 28 carries for um, 72 yards. <laughs> I mean, so you know, the run defense is definitely um, definitely was improving. Mm -hmm. But you know, on the flip side. You know, where was that? Where was that pressure? I think the Broncos had like uh, three off of their starting offensive linemen out, including their All-Pro left tackle uh, Bowles. Uh, he he missed the game, so I figured, oh man, Brian Burns about to, you know, he about to tell new ass. You know, he gonna have mm -hmm. a, he gonna feel that he gonna get to pad his stats today. Uh, that simply uh, was simply was not the case. Panthers only had. One sack and five quarterback hits on 27 dropbacks. Um, you know, so. Wow. You know, again, and, you know, we talked about it after the game. It, 
we we was blitzing. We was coming. So yep. it's not like it was that you know you know Russian three dropping eight business. Mm-hmm. You know we was uh we was you know Phil Snow was dialing it up and it was creative and but it you know for that reason it just didn't produce the type of quarterback press results that we want. So uh, at the end of the day, man, it's you see individual players getting better from from a defensive perspective and you know with with so many young guys you know seven rookies playing four undrafted free agents you know you you, you do notice the improvement and the growth with certain players um, mm. you know Dare Brown's steadily been a force after a slow start uh Bravon Roy then came on strong the last several weeks uh Util Gross Matos he um he's showing sparks here and there um you know, Obata. I mean, my God, he almost had him a, a touchdown on the um, on the um, fumble return, thanks to the uh, the, the Jeremy Chin's uh, sack fumble. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you see enough to feel like, you know, we got young pieces there to to build towards in this first year of a rebuild. But overall, um, you know, it's just it's the same thing: good news, bad news, and. When the bad news hits, it's usually was you know the death blow for our opportunities to win the game. So, um, you know that's where I'm at with it. Hmm. Roger that, Roger that. Um, man, Larry, I know you was busy, man. You didn't get to watch the game, man. As you could tell, you didn't miss much. <laughs> well, I kept up with the box score. Uh, one thing that stood out to me is we gave up five sacks. Then when I go watch some highlights, I notice Mr. Chris Reed. So <laughs> there might be some irony in that. You know, just missed assignments. Guys aren't communicating well. I did see that from the highlights, but I'm just ready to go to the draft. So we already <laughs> talk about the draft and highlight. Man. <laughs> now, before we start talking about the uh, the Packers game, man, um, but I, and then and, and, uh, Will, you touched on this a, a little bit. You know, Coach Rule. You know, obviously, you know, he had the post game presser and. Um, you know, yesterday and today, uh, uh, had a couple of interviews and whatnot. So, um, um, if did, did you guys, did you guys pick up on that at all? Or we guys able to listen, listen to those or watch those? Yeah, I already mentioned the one where we talked about that, uh, two minute drill where we tried to rush the play mm-hmm. for the uh, two minute warning. So, I mean, I already addressed that one. Um, I think you also said some other things that were interesting. I think, you know, I think a lot of the narrative from the media and the fans especially has been looking forward to the draft to try to get high enough to get the next QB, you know, already writing, you know, Teddy off because, you know, they want. They think if we have another QB there that we could potentially have won some of these games in the final drive. I mean, and I get it, you know, the media narrative, they have those stats like fourth quarter comebacks and, you know, game-winning drives and quarterback win-loss records. And, you know, that just kind of shapes how quarterbacks are analyzed by fans in the media. But I think what Matt Rule said is, you know, he wants to see what Teddy can do when he's properly protected. He wants to see what he can do with a full, fully healthy offense, you know, getting Christian McCaffrey back in particular, you know, adding maybe some more weapons, maybe – you know, a tight end like Kyle Pitts. You know, Larry's speaking mm. about the draft. That's one guy we'll probably have our eye on coming this spring. But how mm. can he function within you know, a fully healthy offense? Now, I'm not saying 
that, you know, a quarterback's not going to be in play in the next draft. But the point I'm just trying to make is there's multiple ways to build a team. And I could definitely see a scenario where they just continue to try to build around Teddy, considering he has another year on his contract, and trying to see, give him a fair and proper evaluation, not coming off a shortened COVID offseason with guys he's never played with, with the newest roster in the league, you know, injuries across the board, and see how he performs you know, with more stability on that side of the ball. So I thought that was something that was interesting. He said he still seemed, even though he was disappointed in a couple of his decisions in the late in the game, he still mm-hmm. stood by him and says he thinks he could be the franchise quarterback going forward and wants to see him have a chance under better circumstances with, you know, better guys playing better around him. That's one thing I picked up there. What else did he talk about? I think that was the biggest that was the biggest highlight of his interview i think mm-hmm. he's talking about the quarterback situation and whatnot i mean christian mccaffrey he said won't play this saturday against green bay right which yeah. i don't know why he hasn't been shut down to begin with but you know i don't have the seven year 62 million dollar contract either. yeah right so i mean that's their decision to make i mean i know cmc isn't gonna voluntarily stay shut me down i'm sure mm-hmm. he wants to get out there at least one or two more times this year and get out there with the guys and play. So we'll see how that plays out. Let's see. I mean, he talked about the defense as well. There were a lot of blown coverages and missed assignments that we got to get fixed on that side of the ball. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, another thing he brought up. So, you know, it's, and I know he's probably frustrated, you know, coming. This is his first season, but you put yourself in his shoes. You know, this is what he does. Look at his first year in Temple and Baylor where he, only one, but one or two games. So, you know, we'll see what he does. You know, he just wants to continue to build and help guys get better. And I think one thing he said that stood out as well was these last three games aren't tryouts for next year. <laughs> you know, he wants to put the best guys on the field and go out and try to win them. So, we'll see what happens, man. I mean, hell, you don't get this again till August. So, just enjoy it while it lasts. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Hey, uh, Larry, you have anything to – uh? Yeah, I do. Um, I'm going to just go to something that my dad taught me coming up. You know, you don't waste food. If he put something on my plate, I had to eat it or there was going to be consequences. What I mean by that is Teddy Bridgewater is on the books, so use him. You know, you're paying him money, play the man. You know, we're not in a situation where we got a free agent. We can go ahead and get a quarterback and put him on a rookie deal. You go get a quarterback, he's going to be on a rookie deal, but you're still paying Teddy Bridgewater, so. He's on the roster. He's on the roster. Use him, man. The one thing I hate, I'm not a capologist, but I hate dead money. I hate having guys on the roster. Like, I love Kawan Short, but he's on the books, and we haven't been able to use him. So, at the end of the day, Teddy Bridgewater is on the books. Um, Kevin made the biggest point of all year is if you protect Teddy Bridgewater right, we probably win most of these games will be lost by a touchdown or less. I'm just being honest. So, Real talk. My focus doesn't change. I want to get to the draft. I want to build this offensive line the right way because I think that's where the game starts. And if you look at all our flaws throughout the whole year, when we've been losing games, you know, early on we had red zone trouble. You know, now you can probably point out to the fact that we don't have a guy with a big catch radius. radius. We don't have a guy that, like a big tight end that's a good red zone target. But early on in the year, that wasn't the issue. The issue was that, we couldn't protect our quarterback long enough for him to make the right read. Or we couldn't get guys two or three yards off the ball so we can get a, a two, three-yard game. 
how many games came down to us not being able to get one inch? So it's like, let's get to the draft. I know you want to teach guys how to win, but Mr. Rule, I'm patient with you, but honestly, you had your you had your chance early in the year. I want to see the young guys. I know you want to win these games, but me personally, I want to I want to have an understanding of what I already have. So when it comes to me doing my scouting process, I can get a gauge for what we need. I know I'm not on this on the staff, but as a fan, mm-hmm. it's something that I look forward to. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt like this honestly. I would say from like the years of 2009 to 2013. Like I'm just tired of us coming on this podcast every week talking about we're a bad football team. <laughs> so I'm just, <laughs> it takes a toll on you as a, when you love the game as much as I do. It just takes a toll on you that you got to wake up on Sunday and realize you have a pretty average football team. So I think there's plenty of ways for yeah. in this draft for us to get better. Everybody knows I'm a trench guy. I'll I'll take I'll take five tackles. But with that being said, is I don't see it as a deep tackle draft. So if we don't get one of those high picks, we can go ahead and grab Sewell. I'm going to trade back and try to get other assets. Like let's address let's address this middle linebacker position we have an issue with. Let's address the secondary. Let's go get some weapons as far as the tight end goes. But just get better. BPA for me. And that's just how I'm feeling right now. I'm not I'm not enthused going to watch football on Sundays right now. At the end of the day. I'm a competitor, man. I'm the, probably the biggest competitor I know personally. I take it, I take it hard when we lose. So, I've accepted that we can't go play in January. Let's try to get better any way possible. Word, word, Kev. Yeah, sorry about that. I was having a little bit of technical issues Are here. You? Mouse froze up. Wouldn't, wouldn't let me click off the mute. <laughs> you good, man? <laughs> Yeah, that was, damn. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad when you team so bad your mouse don't want a damn word. Let me know the moment that shit. <laughs> so, uh, did you, yep. uh, Coach Rule? Did you? Uh, no, nah, I was oh, just, just going to ask you if you uh, anything. You had anything to add about Coach Rule's uh, interviews? Um, really, you know, we'll really cover a vast majority of it. What I was doing while I was working through these technical issues and uh, listening to the fellas. You know, just 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 noticing a, a pattern in the trend. You know, I had mentioned. You know, it's like Groundhog's Day. So, I, I pulled up Rules' first year at at Temple, and when I'm looking at these final scores, I, it's like I'm looking at deja vu for the first year. Um, I'm looking at a game at Temple. They lost to Houston, 22-13. They lost a the game, 30-29. They lost 26-24. Uh, lost a shootout, 59-49. Lost 23-20. Lost 39-36. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, is mm. you know, the fuck it. Year three is our year. That's just all I got to damn say, cause uh, you know, it, you know, even when he went to Baylor, you know, and you know, they was getting their bats blown out because they had lost all those scholarships after that big scandal and everything. But uh, you know, seven and six the second year, and then, you know, they had the big eleven win season and uh, big bowl game, but um, I, I get the fans' impatience and things like that. A lot of fans are not used to knowing what a true rebuild is. It's always a reload. You know, mm-hmm. when you move on from like your teams, some of your team's most biggest popular players ever, like we don't move on. Like, who the hell would ever thought in one offseason you would lose a Cam Newton, a Luke Keekley, and a Greg Olson? It has a lot of weight. That's a lot, bro. 
Yeah. You know, that's, man. So, uh, you know, we, we, we pretty much have stated before the season started that we really didn't have high expectations. We just want to see, see what, you know, what the scheme going to look like and, you know, what this team play hard, which they are doing, where they compete, which they're doing. You know, this, you know, last year's team, you know, was giving up blowouts by the third quarter. You know, this team has you literally sitting to the very damn end to figure out what the hell is going to happen. That's so, true. That's true. So even though these L's are mounting and it's, it's, it's frustrating, but it's part of course for what takes place, you know, up under Matt Rule. So um, I'm here for it. And I, I just look forward to just, you know, like Larry was just saying, the opportunity to start evaluating what we can do to get better you know, to address this team, you know, like him, I'm a trench guy. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm just ready to just build around whatever quarterback is going to be here for the long term. You know, I want, I want, I want us to pick up offensive linemen at whether it's Teddy, PJ Walker, wh- whoever, Lance, Sam Howe, wh- whoever the names is always thrown out there to, for the Panthers to have as the long-term quarterbacks. Whoever is there, I want the offensive line to be established to where whoever's taking the snaps is has confidence they're going to get protected and the running game is going to be effective because, you know, we're going to push the line of scrimmage back two yards so the running back can get four or five, you know. And another, mm-hmm. and one last thing to wrap it up, you know, as far as this goes, you know, we was talking about, um, you know, all these close losses. Mm-hmm. And I know injuries suck, but, you know, think about it. In three games, Chris McCaffrey had six touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I and I and I'm just wondering, like, and I'm just sitting here wondering, like, when I was watching that last series, and when um, you know, when uh, the tackle about curse, I'm like, how much if Chris McCaffrey was run that? What they call it a uh, well, what is it called like a Texas route or something where it's like an option route out the backfield that he just can't be covered, and mm-hmm. you know, he, he just takes off. I'm just sitting here thinking, like, damn, you know, like. It, I, I think McCaffrey alone could have won us probably three three more games just by himself, just off his, yeah, you know, off his, off his ability, you know. So I can see that. Yeah, yeah, because he gets, he draws so much attention from the defense, man. I mean, you, yeah, I think Brady probably calls a game completely different with Christian out there. It's, who knows? Who knows? He's he's it's real. It's real. Man, he's just gonna, that's why I'm not even like I don't really support that old year three, year three, four, year four match. You know, guys got windows. You know, you got a championship window. You got a prime window too. So get better. I know it sounds impatient, but it's really not. Get better as soon as you can because you got guys on the team that's capable of winning you games right now. So you want to build around them as quickly as possible. So gotta address the offensive line because it's gonna benefit everybody. Like, when we ever had this many weapons? I'm not saying we got the, the most weapons in the league, but this isn't 2009, 10, 11, 12, where we just had a complete deficiency of talent everywhere. No. You actually got bright spots. You got good playmakers. But you can't get them the ball because you can't protect to pr- protect your quarterback. Mm-hmm. So it's like, this got to get addressed. And then you got to build through the draft so you can have money to sign those one or two key pieces that can get you on a championship run. Mm-hmm. I just... I don't want to just say year three and and let history repeat itself. I believe in Matt Rule, but I think that he believes that he has a lot of talent on the roster now. That's why he wants to win these last three games. He's not interested mm-hmm. in seeing whatever what the bench player is looking like. You got talent right now. 
Go ahead and get you. Go ahead and build around that shit right the fuck now. Like right mm. now. We we competed all year long. It's like I know game the the NFL is tough. It always comes down to a player two. But for us to be in every single game, it's no reason why we can't take one step forward and start winning some of these games. That's just how I feel. You just gonna say something? You just gonna ignore how Kev gonna skip over poor Will Greer about the quarterbacks that we could potentially build around. Ah. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm like this. If if, if, if Matt Rue can skip over him, <laughs> why can't I? Because y'all saw how he was asked about uh, Will Greer, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I already know what Will Greer do, but I'm not interested in going that route right now." I mean, that's literally what that man said. Yeah, he's, he's like a husker. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, that was the ultimate curve. So I mean, hey, if Matt Rue ain't ain't, ain't thinking about putting um Will Greer on the field, why should I? <laughs> Let Will Greer get some tape out there. Maybe he can go get a job somewhere, man. Be fair. To I him. mean, something. I want to see why we had Tyler Larson on the, on the roster for six years. Like, show me show me who we haven't seen. You know what I'm saying? The season is over with. Show me who we haven't seen so I can go ahead and scout right when it comes to this offseason. The mm. season's over with. <laughs> <laughs> And before the season is completely over, we gotta play a couple more games. But technically, it is, yeah, it, yeah, it's 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 a it's a rehear it's a rehearsal for next year, basically. Um, so we we got we got to run up against Green Bay and old old Lambo. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, man, that quarterback from Denver had a had a game like that, man. I oh my god. But you know, you never know, guys. You never know. You never know. We made Drew Lott look like fucking Drew Brees, man. I can't get over that shit. Like for real, though. He, he, had a, he had a Pro Bowl caliber performance. 21 for 27, 280 yards, four touchdowns, pass rating of 149. Yep. Yep. So, and he was throwing yeah. check downs the first three quarters. That's what's killing him. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. 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 But, you know. Green, I mean Green Bay. Green Bay got got a complete complete offense, man. It is it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Um, but you know it all starts with stopping the run and protecting the quarterback for us. So, um, hey Tim, I'll go first because I don't even got much to say about this damn game. Go ahead, man. Guess how you beat Aaron, guess how you beat Aaron Rodgers? You keep him off the field. Keep him guess off the field. You, guess how you keep him off the field? You got to run that football, Larry. You run the goddamn football. <laughs> Guess what you need to run the football? What's that, Larry? <laughs> you need an offensive line. <laughs> any other, any other way, I would say. You know what? Let's get out here and pound the rock. You know what's crazy? We've seen glimpses of the ability to do that. We ran the ball really well against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. We ran the ball really well against a few other teams. So we've shown mm-hmm. that. But that's how you're gonna have to beat this Green Bay team, especially up there in the elements. How good can we run the football? And if we don't run the football well, guess what I'm going to say next Tuesday? <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. The offensive line is trash. So let's hope that these guys strap it up. Let's let's hope they do some push-ups this week and get ready to push guys off the football. So that's all I got to say about this Green Bay game. Like I told y'all, y'all know what I'm waiting for. <laughs> Go ahead, Will. <laughs> 
I mean, you know, I mean, Green Bay Packers are on TV damn near every week. So I'm sure most people that listen to the podcast know what they have and who they are. So I, mean, I don't have to tell them how good Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and those guys are. So I'm more, more focused on what I want to see from us this week. And I just I want to play, you know, can we play a mistake-free game? I mean, you know, can we finally have a complete four quarters of football, offense, defense, special teams, where guys come out, they don't come out lethargic. They come out, play with a high energy level. You're on primetime TV, and you don't even deserve to be. So take advantage of this opportunity. When you're in Lambeau Field in the dark, it's probably going to be snowing. You know, it's going to be a fun game to play, and everybody's going to be watching you and see what you're all about. You know, why are you on TV tonight? But can we come out, you know, play four quarters of mistake-free football, everybody do their job, play hard, play to the whistle, you know, no dumb turnovers, no limit the penalties. I mean, that's just – we finally put drives together and we just get set back from delay a game, whether it's a holding, you know, the defensive PI, the dumb hand to the face penalties, in every which way possible, we're getting penalized, you know, and then, so I I just want to see us for once not beat ourselves. If Green Bay just comes out and they're the better football team, which they are, and we just can't match them talent-wise, I accept that. You know, if Devontae Adams is lined up against Troy Pride and beats him in a one-on-one catch situation, I accept that. You know, if Brian Burns can't beat Bakhtari, one of the better left tackles around the edge, I accept that. Or if Aaron Rodgers is, you know, making a pass that nobody else can make, you know, and everybody's in position in their zone coverage and he just a better throw, beats better coverage, I can live with that. But let's not beat ourselves this week. You know, I just want to see a complete game where everybody comes out plays hard, does their job, and we'll see, what, and we'll see how it turns out. Because I think if we do that, it can be a lot like that Chiefs game where we go down to the wire and we can have another opportunity to try to win the game in the fourth quarter. But it's got to start with us. You know, we can't continue to beat ourselves and dig holes, you know, like we've been doing all season long. Hey, well, you hit it on the head. We beat ourselves. We've been talented enough to be in these games, but we make mental errors. So that's just my little point on that. Kevin Avery. Yeah, well, y'all know for me personally, you know, this is a house divided game for me because my amazing, beautiful daughter's a Green Bay Packer fan. So she's already she already got the dub written in her column and, and been telling me about it, you know, ever since um, ever since yesterday. So, mm. <laughs> you know, so uh, she she's highly confident in this game. And she, she why why wouldn't she? I mean, we talk about the Green Bay Packers. I mean, it's basically heading to the game with a similar profile looking like when we were going into Kansas City. You know, all these, you know, high numbers on offense. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he's got 39 touchdowns. His pass rating right now is 119.7. Uh, he needs one more touchdown pass to become the first quarterback in NFL history to have at least 40 seasons, at least three seasons with 40 touchdown passes. Mm. I mean, you know, just – mind-blowing. I mean, Devon, you know, we was talking about Devontae Adams. You know, he's got 14 receiving touchdowns. Running back Aaron Jones, he's got 11, um, 1,100 scrimmage yards with nine touchdowns. Uh, when they get in the red zone, they're scoring touchdowns on 77% of their red zone trips. I mean, it's, it's enough to just really make you just be like, well, damn, you know? But, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, you you know, what happens on the field is, is totally different, you know, because, uh, you know, I figure a lot of people had us 
getting our bats blown out of Kansas City, heading in, you know, reading these same similar type of numbers about Mahomes and who, who can cover Tyreek Hill and, you know, who's going to, you know, cover their running backs and, you know, all this and that. I mean, you know, Green Bay, they good. is led by the offense. And, you know, they got that linebacker, Zadarius Smith, who's got 10 and a half sacks and 11 yeah. tackle for losses. So, yeah, somebody got to block that. Yeah. So he making that pack in both the run and the pass. Uh, but, you know, they weak on the, you know, their weakness is on the back end, you know, and that's where one of our strengths plays in. Um, not sure how uh, if DJ Moore is going to be available for this game. We already know that McCaffrey's going to be out, but, uh, you know, the opportunity is there for us to apply pressure. Remember, this team last loss was to the Minnesota Vikings, who we played a few weeks ago and, Almost once, like I say, it, you, you just got to show up. Yeah. You know, you just got to show up and be like, fuck them stats, we're here to play. And, you know, let's get in that ass. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, well, I just want to see this team play a game where the enemy is not ourselves. You know, Tim, you you know, you you, you form a military like me. You know, you know all about that friendly fire. Mm-hmm. You know, can can we can we avoid it? Can we? Can we avoid a Plexico Burrs moment where we shoot our damn selves? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, um, yeah, but, um, yeah, let's just go up here Saturday night primetime and, and let's, let's have some fun. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's go up there and just, you know, make them sweat, you know, be like, this team four or nine, what the hell are they doing, mm-hmm. you know, down four with three minutes left in the game? You know what I'm saying? Like, who – Who's Carolina? You know, but, you know, we do for a win because we haven't won at Green Bay since 2008. Carolina, man. Yeah. We that, play in almost every year, too. Yeah. Hey, look, look, we <laughs> – that was before uh, – that was before uh, Obama got in office. <laughs> <laughs> that was That's going to be three presidents ago. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, we long overdue, man. So yeah, Let's uh, get this done, man. Uh, you know that that and that would be the ultimate thing, but to do. But uh, you know, Green Bay. You know, due to the Saints losing to the Eagles, that opened up the door for them to get that number one seed. So mm-hmm. I expect them to come out here and treat us like, you know, like we're the con- you know, uh, you know, like we're their biggest enemy, and they're gonna come out and play us hard. We just gotta we gotta match energy and and not beat ourselves and and see see what us see where we at with the um when the fourth quarter. Oh, that, that fourth quarter, man. Hey, Jesus Christ. Man, I'll tell you what, though. If we can get if we can get a stronger start, man, I, I, on offense, I think that'll, that'll help Teddy and get a good rhythm because it, it's, it's going to have to be a shootout. Our secondary is not strong enough to hang, hang with Aaron Rodgers, man. Um, we're going to have to rely on that pass rush heavily um, to get to Aaron, to get him off his – but even – he's, he's so good at running and throwing the ball, man. I, it, don't, it don't matter. It, it it really don't, you know. But uh, I was just thinking about it though. Uh, you was talking about um, uh, you know, about just coming out to Aaron Rodgers. Like, mm. <laughs> what you gonna do? You know, he, he the guy is just pretty much the master the the master of everything, man. I uh, mm. I don't know, man. I, I would say make him one dimensional, but hell, I mean, even that's dangerous. Sand Rogers. <laughs> I think what Larry said is key. I, I would love for this to be a game where we run the ball at least 30 times. Yes. Yes. 
if, let's 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 try to slow dance this thing. Let's you know, let's take it off of you know disco and put on some slow jams and try to slow dance this thing out. Can can we keep them to only twenty five minutes of possession? You know, because hey, you know, Ken, like I, this is how we do it, Ken. Give me a uh, Greg Little, Chris Reed, Tyler Larson, Dennis Daly, and Trent Scott. We gonna go out damn ball, boy. Let's run that football. <laughs> <laughs> don't even think about but don't even think about passing the ball. It, it's it's straight up. <laughs> Let's put our biggest guys in there and run it thirty times, just like you said, Kev. Give me that line up right there. Let's go to war. Straight nosebleed. Straight nosebleed. Man hurts. <laughs> straight nosebleed, boy. Well, that's the equivalent of playing Madden on the rookie level, bro. I don't even do that. <laughs> oh man. Give me that. Give me that. Uh, I thought I just named. Let's go to war, man. For real. In prime time. <laughs> so we got, we got, Go ahead, Will. You watch our pass rush. I mean, we get, we're getting pressures, but you notice quarterbacks are escaping the pocket and buying a lot of time. And that's how yeah. we're getting our backs broken on a lot of these third down plays. And I think with Aaron Rodgers, I think that's just more critical than ever. I know against Mahomes, they like to bring – we brought our safety down. Just kind of spy him. So when you left the pocket, you had the safety to be able to hawk him down and prevent that. But we hadn't been doing that with a lot of these other less mobile quarterbacks. But they've still been getting out of the pocket and being able to make plays. I mean, I think Matt Ryan even had look, made Matt Ryan out there looking like Michael. Oh Vick. man! Like in the early 2000s, we had Kirk Cousins running all over us. So mm-hmm. that's something I want to see get fixed as well. Just being more disciplined in our rush lanes, and if it's not. You know, you're not going to get to the quarterback every time, but you got to finish some of these rushes. You know, the pressure rates and all, that's all cool and all, but, you know, when you let the quarterback just get out of the pocket like that by time, then you can't cover guys forever, especially in this secondary. So that's something I want to see cleaned up as well, especially this week, man, because if Aaron Rodgers out the pocket with his eyes downfield, you're not going to hold up with these guys, man, so. Mm. It's, it's, we got our work cut out for us, but you know we'll we'll see, man. Let's come out and play hard, and let's live with the result. Yeah, man. Hey, well, you're absolutely right about that. As good as Brian Burns has been all year long, if there's anything he can improve on, which I would like to see on 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 Saturday, is his ability to take the right angles. A lot of times you see him outrun the quarterback because he's trying to get that speed rush around the tackle. If he takes a better angle which I think he's been working on, but I like to see him take much better rush angles. That'll make things more difficult for Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Good point. So that's where it begins, folks. If we're going to beat the Green Bay Packers, we got to slow down. Discount double check. We got we got to stop this guy, man. We got He's, he's a problem. He's a problem. Well, stay tuned, Panther fans. That is a uh, Saturday evening at eight eight fifteen, I believe, slated. Yep. So, uh, oh yeah, man, dial in, tune in, folks. You might see a miracle. You never know. You might see old Mike Davis, you know, run for a buck fifty on him. Who knows? Listen, I'm playing Kevin in the playoffs in fantasy. I do not need that this week. <laughs> <laughs> I do not need no 150 from Mike Davis because I know he's coming, <laughs> man. So, nah. Ooh. 
Put them on. Go by. Let's do it by committee like we've been doing. Throw all three of them backs out there. Let's try to get it that way. <laughs> oh, Kirk Cole gonna have about twelve carries. <laughs> get Curtis some carries, man. Get that. Get that dude Smith some carries, bro. <laughs> I don't want to hear no Mike Davis talk this week, man. <laughs> oh, man. I owe Kevin some get back. This guy, I played him earlier in the week, I mean earlier in the year, and that was the game he decided to put up his highest score of the year. He had like 216 points to get me. So mm. it, it, this is get back. And I started off 1-5, and five, and I'm in the playoffs now. So I'm going to try to keep my momentum rolling. I'm going to probably put, beat the brakes off of Kevin this week. So. Cut that Mike Davis stuff out, all right? <laughs> oh, fantasy football. I know I never get I never got into that, man, but I I, I I dig it. I dig it. So good luck, good luck with that, fellas. Good luck with that. All right, folks. Um well, gentlemen, you have any uh closing remarks? Larry, I, I think you're at the JLB, Larry. Actually, I'm not. Uh, half of my team tested positive for COVID, so they got me. Oh! Yeah, I got to get tested oh. tomorrow. So y'all wish me luck. Yeah, good luck with that shit. Good Lord of mercy. Well, there you go. There's, there's a closer shot for you, folks. <laughs> Be careful. Stay safe. Hey, a couple, mm-hmm. couple shots of Jack, man. Some tea that helped me out. <laughs> It's by any means necessary. Any means necessary. <laughs> any closing remarks, Will? Yeah, be on the lookout for us this spring through a uh, draft season. We got some three guys on our team that's oh, man. trying to put together a template to put out like scouting reports and things like that. So we're going to be much, much more active this draft season with the content. So be on the lookout for that. We're still trying to agree on a format, a grading system, and things like that. We should have that, you know, full throttle, by at least by January at the start of the year. So, you know, keep a lookout on for that. Right on, man. Right on. I forgot about that. Yeah. Stay tuned for that, folks. What's going to be far? Yeah. Always thank our fans and supporters of the Four Man Rush. Make sure we tell that on each and every podcast because we mean it and it's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you guys. Uh, I have so many people hit be you know hit me up you know be saying they look forward to these podcasts and our and our lives. Had somebody quote me uh, in the Panthers group earlier today talking about when I made my comment about Groundhog Day. So mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was you know it was refreshing to know that you know that uh, our fans look forward to our content. So always want to. We want to thank those that uh, consistently support the four-man rush, even when it's uh, doing a struggling season like this. So, um, outside of that, man, like, yeah, we uh, we working on some things behind the scenes, and uh, we're going to put it together. And, you know, we, we just look forward to, um, you know, like rule is rebuilding. We're rebuilding ourselves as well. So, making ourselves better and, and um, so that you fans can enjoy, you know, watching us become the top content in social media for Carolina Panthers news. Believe that. And that's on 100, folks. Believe that. (laughs) Stay tuned. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Panther fans, we appreciate you guys once again. Um, On behalf of Kevin, Larry, and uh, myself and Will and all our other good stuff, we appreciate you guys.
Um, be sure to check out our uh, website, www.theformatrest.com, and also uh, our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, <clears throat> Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, sometimes on TikTok, sometimes not. But anyway, either way, you guys stay, uh, stay safe. Wash your hands. Keep your hands away from your face. Six feet apart. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. And whether you listen to, to this podcast in the morning, afternoon, or evening, man, we, we appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. And as always, keep pounding. Damn it. <laughs> the same room for cake. And that's the clue. Keep pounding. <laughs> Keep fucking pounding. Pound all the way to the damn dry. Yeah. This shit is dead, bro. Let's pound a couple old linemen on this damn roster, damn it. Shit, Get right. My pockets with all this damn Christmas shopping. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but on a real, real tip, though, you know. They finally Ooh, boy, you line. some reps, and now you got people thinking that we don't need to go draft a linebacker. So let's go throw Tyler Larson in the mouth. She love it. We out in public, and we can just chill with my partners, and we can go back to my crib and just chill out the covers and do we come in and you love The Foreman Rush is brought to you by the love and respect of and for the Carolina Panthers and Carolina Panther fans everywhere. Keep pounding. The Four Men Rush is a non-affiliate of the Carolina Panther organization. All thoughts, assessments, and content of this podcast is directly related to the Four Men Rush exclusively. Thank you.